thing may have been trying to get her to look in the mirror. To look at it. Ugh. Narcissistic ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to... And then it got weird. My name is Elise, sister number one. My name is Carol, sister number two. If you like mysteries or the unexplained, you're in good company. So it is time for this week's stories, personal stories. I didn't introduce Yay. that well. Um, I'm thinking maybe every once a month, if I have enough, I would share personal stories. Is that a good idea? Good idea. Okay. I like the the whole realistic aspect of um, you know these being actual people's stories. Yep. Skeptics, non-skeptics. You know, whatever you are, I think these are fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like how, like a skeptic, like for me, I feel like I'm a skeptic when it comes to myself and these type of things. Like if something happens to me, I would be like, mm. but if it's happened to someone, I'm like, oh, like I get like, hmm, you know, like, yeah. How do you feel about that? About yourself? I'm the same. I'm the same. Like if it happens to you, you kind of doubt it. Yeah, I try to just, like, be like, hey, nothing happened. Unless, like, I see, like, something, like, straight up, like, you can't... If I see, like, a face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like unless it's super, like, I can't, you know, hide it within my memories. Then. What are you talking about? <laughs> a face. Oh, my God. That would be scary. Like, a face in the freaking mirror. Yeah. Yeah, but if I hear from someone, I like, hmm. I don't immediately go to like, oh, that's not real at all. Mm-hmm. Like, rather, I want to hear more. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now having said that, I will share a story. And it starts like this. <clears throat> you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sharing this encounter as means of trying to research what might have happened and I'm starting to get really worried. So if anyone has any ideas about what this might be and more importantly how to deal with it then I'd appreciate suggestions. This is an encounter that's happened to my sister a few times now and each time it's gotten worse. For context my sister worked at a large event location in Suffolk UK I'm putting the real locations in case it's relevant to what this thing is, but I'm going to be a little vague still for the sake of anonymity. Because of her job, she would often end up driving back home from Suffolk. Suffolk? 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 Suffolk. I can't say. Can you say it for me? Suffolk? (laughs) No, that sounds weird. Suffolk. That's better, I think. Suffolk. Sorry across the county border to Norfolk. This is just... I'm not doing good. (laughs) (laughs) Norfolk. No. Damn it. See, I can't live there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let me start again. Because of her job, she would often end up driving back from Suffolk mm, across the county border to Norfolk mm, quite late some nights when it had already gotten dark. And she'd always be doing this drive alone. A couple of months ago, while she was doing this, she gave me a call as she had just seen something on the road. That something was a tall white figure standing to one side, dressed in flowing, dirty white material. Not fun. The thing apparently had long limbs and stood slightly taller than a normal person. And she said she saw its face very briefly underneath the material. Not for long, just enough to register what they looked like. But just enough to realize what she'd done. Mm. Being a paranormal enthusiast, me and my sister already knew a little bit about women in white coasts. And so seeing this figure freaked her the hell out. Not only that, but she had had her windows open and... After she passed this figure, her navigation system stopped working. She got lost and even started to feel breath on the back of her neck. <sighs> Can you imagine, like, if while you're driving, you're already having that panic and then you feel that? Like, how much worse that panic would it get? Yeah, and it's not oh, like you God. could, like, just get off the road suddenly. You know, it's like you're running, you can make a turn. Yeah. By choice, you know. You're kind of trapped on the road. She called me while she was driving, thinking that I could help. And I talked to her to calm her down. And talk her through some bits that I thought might help. Namely, telling her not to look at her back seats or in the inside mirror if something was behind her. To not stop driving. And then to tell whatever was with her that while she meant no disrespect to it, It hadn't been invited into her vehicle, so she respectfully requested that it leave. It took about 20 minutes on the phone with her until she finally managed to get off of the back roads she was on and hit a town, and as soon as she did, the breathing on the back of her neck disappeared. The navigational system started working again, and her sense of dread started to lessen. I told her when she got home to burn sage incense around her car and herself and to keep it under her pillow for protection and to try to watch something funny before she went to bed so that she wasn't falling asleep scared. Then I told her to always make sure there was something like a bag of personal items on every single one of the empty seats in her car as an empty seat can be seen as an invitation. I wouldn't have thought of that. And that seemed to be the end of it for a while. However, after a month later, I got another call. The same thing had happened. Her lights had stopped working on the drive, so she'd pull over. And when she looked up, she saw the tall white figure again. No. (laughs) Right by her passenger side door. Tall enough that she only saw its hand and body in the window, but she thought it looked as though it was reaching for the door. Oof. Oh, God. Freaking out as she realized she'd forgotten to put anything on the seats behind her, she immediately locked the car, started driving again, and called me. 
and we repeated the same actions as before. This time though, I noticed heavy static on the radio in the background while on the phone. It was only afterwards that my sister told me the radio hadn't been on. <sighs> Finally last night, I got another call from my sister. The same thing had happened again. As she'd been driving, she'd seen the figure standing next to a giveaway sign. She said the figure was easily as tall as the sign. One arm pointed to the ground, and the other was stretched out to the side over the sign itself. Its face this time seemed to be completely covered in the white material it wore, but its arms were long and thin. Once again, she called me. Once again, she felt a breath on the back of her neck. Again, she realized she'd forgotten to put anything on the seats behind her. This encounter, though, this encounter, though, was much worse. She is driving a new car this time, and this one has sensors on the seats. Oh, that can no. tell. <laughs> mm, that can tell when someone is sitting on the seat without the seatbelt on up. Oh, okay, okay. And, well, the sensor on the dashboard starts blinking at her to tell her someone or something was sitting beside her. Oh, behind her. Let me try again. And, well, the sensor on the dashboard starts blinking at her to tell her someone or something was sitting behind her. Not only that, but it started blinking from seat to seat. Ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> As if the thing was moving around in the back. Not only that, there's more. But this time as she's driving, her lights give out completely. So she has to slow to a crawl. <sighs> like complete darkness. No. <laughs> so that she can see where she's going and doesn't drive off the road without actually stopping. I go through the same actions with her as before and go through the polite request that anything in the car leave. And this time, it doesn't seem to go well. She gets the fright of her life when a pair of rolled up, rolled up socks that had been in her bag in the back gets thrown into the front. No. Oh, <laughs> Can you imagine you're driving this is happening? Holy crap. Well, she's pulled over right now, right? She's just going, but just very slowly. Oh crap! Because I, I would totally swing that. Um, what's it called? The the <laughs> I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> the demon, the driving wheel, the driving wheel, steering wheel, steering wheel. <laughs> You're like driving wheel, yeah. That's the name <laughs> for it. it. The steering wheel. I would totally like freaking move that all the way to one side from like being scared of the freaking socks yeah i know but like what would you do though i mean you kind of have to keep driving right because if you just pull over you're just stuck with whatever uh, worse. Yeah. okay the socks get thrown hard enough that it hits the air freshener dangling from her inside mirror and bounces off the dashboard i suspect that the thing may have been trying to get her to look in the mirror to look at it. <sighs> She's really freaked out now. Yeah, sorry. Narcissistic ghost. 
<laughs> she's really freaked out now and she starts to smell burning. But she sees a car driving up ahead. So she speeds up to try and catch up with it so she's not on the road alone. It gets close enough that if it were to break, she'd also have to break to stop herself going into the back of it. She looks down for a second to try and turn her lights back on. Oh, the lights were off. And when she looks up, the car has gone. Just, <laughs> just completely vanished. It almost sounds cliche, but trust me, when you're hearing this live as it's happening from someone who's in tears because they're so scared, it doesn't feel cliche. It feels downright terrifying. Again, though, she manages to get past the country roads and into a town. However, at this point, she realizes that she missed a whole stretch of road. What? There was a roundabout on the road she was there was a roundabout on the road she was on that she should have gone over but just didn't. It was as if she skipped an entire section. When she gets to the town though, her lights come back and her navigational system starts working again. But the sensors in the back still read as if something's there. <laughs> she gets home and turns the car off and realizes why the sensors were reading something. Her bag, which had been sipped up in the footwell of one of the back seats, was now open on one side of the seats and stuff from inside her bag was everywhere, scattered about over the seats and on the floor. As if something had picked it up, opened it and started going through it. <sighs> I've implored her to make sure she's covering all her seats in the future when driving alone and to get a pentacle that she can keep in her car for protection. And she's going to go uh, and she's going to go to a mutual friend of ours who has some experience seeing things like this to see if they can help. But I've been researching local ghost stories and folklore and even trying to find other experiences of tall white ghosts on the road like this. But I've not been able to find much. One last thing. It's not even the same road that this has been happening on each time. Wait. Hmm. So it's following whatever path she's taking. Oh my god. Hmm. But this has been happening on different roads and different sections. But always on the same journey coming back home from Suffolk. Duh. <laughs> Duh, <clears throat> you know, I'm soon going to be in the market for a new car. Oh, right. And they all kind of have that seat warning thing. So oh, now right. I'm just thinking if that ever happened to me, like, I would flip my shit. Actually, no, I probably would be like, let's maybe pretend we didn't, we don't see that light blinking and uh, try to ignore it. Yeah, like, what would you do? Like, you know what? You should risk safety <laughs> for your mental health. <laughs> no, that's scary. What could it be? <clears throat> so that was one. And I will start the next one. Okay. Let's see what you think. 
While I was living with my parents, my dad was cleaning out one of his drawers and found a piece of paper with a postcode for a nearby city on. When he showed me, I immediately recognized it as my own handwriting, except I have no memory of ever writing out this postcode. So I punched the postcode into maps to find it is a random street I have never visited before, and I have no reason to visit it. I wish I had gone, because maybe the universe was trying to show me something. Like, so this person wrote that when they were little? Um, well, it says their handwriting, so I think maybe their handwriting must, have, must be pretty recent. Oh. You know, like if you find a paper with your handwriting that you recognizes your handwriting. Yeah. It's probably not when you were a kid, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Because I remember, I like, a couple years ago, I saw my handwriting when I was in, like, second grade, and it was awful. And I don't ever remember my handwriting being horrible, but I guess it was. And <laughs> at some point, I, like, turned a new corner, and I had better handwriting. But, like, I saw that, like, you know, what I wrote, and it was just, like ugly <laughs> so you're right i wouldn't recognize it yeah i remember when you were like uh well you were you were much smaller you're like i don't know like five or something and then you would write your name and the r you would write it like a circle with two sticks underneath <laughs> <laughs> we thought that was funny we i didn't correct you for a while wow <laughs> You used to write your name on everything as well. So I'm sure I, there's I something. I think I kind of remember that. Yeah, I'm sure there's something that you can find somewhere that has your name written that way. God. Hmm. Well, what was that? I wonder about the story. Well. Yeah. I, I have no reason to think of being. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think it's too much like something Um, like uh, creepy. Because I, I do know that, like, at some points, I've probably come across some um, some paper, some notebook, wherever, and something inside. And I'm just like, why did I write this? Or what, is, freaky, it, what is it about? I've never done that. No? No. Yeah, where... Because sometimes, let's say, you're in a rush, and you're looking to jot something down, and you jot it down. And I then never jotted like, oh, that. <laughs> that's a different issue <laughs> and then you kind of misplace the paper or something and then you find it later on and then that's what happens to me sometimes and i'm just mm -hmm. like what was this about that kind of thing that doesn't happen to me you know what that's part of the problem as you said like i don't jot things out and i trust my memory which i should know by now that is very bad <laughs> and then i'm like in a pinch <laughs> <laughs> But I don't want to hear suggestions because nobody can tell me what to do. <laughs> Remember when you were here? And that's when we found out our issues yeah. about not being, not liking being told what to do. Like control issues. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, like, I have really bad memories. So my husband was recommending to me to get like a whiteboard, right? Mm hmm. And you got like pretty mad at it. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, I understand that it could be a little annoying, but then I think you were like being a little bit more <laughs> reactive um, than the situation called for. Yeah. 
<laughs> but then I think we were, you know, we we're talking about it. And we realized like, oh, it's because, you know, you have that thing. But then also I was thinking like, oh, crap, like I also have that thing. The control issues, take it personally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah where I just don't like being told what to do. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so maybe this person has control issues too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's freaky that they wrote it down. Next story. Let's uh, Number three for today. Hmm. Okay, tell me what you think. I've told this story before. And I could go into a ton of detail, but here is the short version. I am 100% sure I vividly remember a dog <laughs> that apparently doesn't exist. When I was 16, we lived... 16 is not that young. Mm, okay. When I was 16, we lived on the other side of the province, and my uncle had this little Jack Russell named Crew. Crew went missing for several months and then turned up at a humane society over an hour away, and we were all shocked this little dog had made it so far. Anyway, that was almost 20 years ago, and the other day I was talking to my parents and was like, you know, whenever I hear about Jack Russell's, I think about Crew and that stunt he pulled. And they had no idea what I was talking about. They insisted my uncle had never had such a dog, and I must have dreamed it, etc. Honestly, anyone else who would have remembered this dog has been dead for a long time and I don't even have pictures of it with my uncle. I have absolutely no way to prove this dog existed, but I'm sure that he did. Wow. <laughs> That's like a difficult thing to be mistaken about because it's an <clears throat> actual living creature. Yeah. Um, and one that's like, that tends to be sociable, social yeah. and with like yeah, social people. Mm-hmm. It's and, not like it's like a fish or something. Yeah. And the whole story of how it, he was found like an hour away after escaping. That's something that's kind of memorable. Yeah. Too. And what's like, it calls my attention is that this person was 16 years old already. So it's not like you're a little kid and making stuff up. You know how you're a little kid yeah. and you kind of, you know? Not to mm -hmm. lie, but... Also, your memories aren't too clear either. Yeah. But 16... I don't think I made stuff up when I was 16. Not something like this. Like, that's too... Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a bit much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Story number four. I once clocked out of work at 6 p.m., like I always did at the time, and began my hour-long train ride home. After I had found a seat, I went to sleep and woke up just before my station. From the station, it is a short bus journey, 10 to 15 minutes, to reach home. During the entire journey, I didn't use my phone and I don't wear a watch, so I didn't notice the time anywhere. When I reached home, my family surprised me with, you're home early, everything all right? I look at the wall clock and it is about to be 6 p.m. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So you understand what happened? Yeah. So supposedly this person clocked out at 6, 
had the whole journey, which is like about an hour plus, got home, and it's only about to be six on an the clock. Hour. Yeah, and it's not like he's seeing it, people are telling him. Hmm. Hmm. I look at the wall clock, and it is about to be 6 p.m. I was so shocked to understand what happened. I checked other watches, cell phones, etc., and the time is absolutely right. A few days later, the administrator emailed us the timesheets for the month. <laughs> the time is being clocked in and out. And every single day for me was around the same time, 6 p.m. So it certainly wasn't me having left work earlier. Mm. To this date, I haven't figured out how I gained to 90 minutes that day. Between 60 to 90 minutes? Yeah. Mm. Because the person left at 6 and usually yeah. takes one hour plus. I was going to say, the only possible explanation could be like it depends on what kind of um punching out they do because right. if it's like a physical one maybe the machine was an hour behind for some reason that week and when they punched out it showed six even though it was like five but then again that would mean that whatever clock or time that this person looked at like to check if work was over right was also an hour behind yeah that didn't make sense to me because yeah you were saying that and i was thinking oh yeah like maybe the machine has like a glitch or something and the time was wrong or like a wrong setting or whatever but the person checked out at i guess maybe five something or earlier so the person also checked out at an earlier time based on something that the person saw. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. Oh, man. This is like one of those like glitch in the matrix things. Yeah. I was just thinking of that. What happened? Is there any explanation that you can think of? Just the one that I gave. Mm. Because he even has... The person even has the evidence that the whole week shows that they clocked out at the same time. So the machine would have to have had an issue just that one day. But, yeah, but then that doesn't... And the wall no, clock no. too. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Oh, man, that really does not make sense. That is so freaky. I think what if it happened to you like do you have any explanation that you would think of how how would you react I don't know uh, I would I would try to get as many answers as I possibly could because it would just bother me oh my god don't like that yeah <clears throat> okay for this one first I have to describe what a sand dollar is do you know what that is Oh, yeah, those uh, sea creatures. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. They're the currency, I think, in Spongebob. Oh, really? I, I don't know. It's like a circle. Can you describe what they're like? Yeah, it's like a white plaster-looking circle. Um, and it has this 
kind of like really simple uh, star slash flower pattern on one side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, never, I didn't know what it was. I had to look up the definition so I could make sense of it, of the story. And it starts off like this. In 2016, I got married on the beach in Florida. We found a sand dollar on our trip and packaged it <clears throat> and rolled it in a bunch of paper towels and in a Ziploc bag in my luggage. It was special because I believed that it was a good sign of luck for our marriage. Plus, I never found one before. We got home and I unpacked our suitcases and couldn't find a sand dollar. I thought maybe it was misplaced, so I just went about putting my things away. After everything was emptied, still no sound dollar. In and, of, <coughs> in and of itself, this wouldn't be weird, but here's where the glitch happens. We have used the same two bags to travel numerous times, numerous times, am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. We have used the same two bags to travel numerous times since that trip over the years. Virginia, Las Vegas, Nebraska, Florida again, not to mention our in-state trips. Not one time did we ever find the sand dollar. I forgot about it, honestly. Fast forward to last night. Six years and six days later. I'm going to do laundry because we returned from a short overnight trip. And there on my basement stairs is a neatly folded square of paper towel. I pick it up and it's a sand dollar. I immediately told my husband and even he was confused. No Ziploc bag. Just a sand dollar in a perfect paper towel. I folded it in here six years ago. And now it was just sitting on the stairs that we walk multiple times a day. In perfect condition. Uh, as if I had just found it today. But it was the same chip off the top that I broke in Florida when I set it on the table. So I know it is definitely the same one. He did bring the bags up from downstairs a few days prior. So it could have fallen out of one of the bags but the fact that we've never found it after unpacking more than 30 times since then and it wasn't broken is beyond explanation and where did the ziploc bag go i put the sand dollar in my curio cabinet last night i glitch or just really good luck that it never broke and we found it again this many years later it seems unlikely for the latter given the brittleness of a sand dollar that's it I don't know if I would put it in my cabinet. <laughs> I would like immediately associate it with like, mm, I don't like cursed. that. <laughs> like it's cursed or something? Yeah. Like bad juju. Bad juju, oh man. No, this one is not, what's it called? This one was shared to me by my friend that she found this story and she is the one that shared it to me it was a public post so it's okay for me to read it out here but i don't know if anyone has not heard it i think it is worth it <clears throat> let me start off this one's gonna be the last one for today okay i think i found a fake town last year like truman show fake last if you summer you can see my face right now <laughs> it's just kind of like what <laughs> okay Last summer, cross-country road trip, hitting up some national parks and in central southern Utah, and it's getting late, like 10 p.m. I've been driving since like 6. It is dark as fuck. No moon. 
I can only see what's lit up by my headlights. So I decide to find some place to rest for the night and at the next exit. I see a town off in the distance. It is unmarked and unlit. It is not on the car GPS. There is no cell service. But I keep going. The road turns to dirt and is about five miles until it turns to pavement again, right at the town where businesses and houses started showing up. Immediately, the the town strikes me as weird. Nobody is on the streets. No cars on the streets or in the business parking lots. Jazz music is being pumped through the streets for some reason. Not loudly, but loud enough to hear. This town that looked to be about seven blocks wide from some miles out had every major fast food chain I've heard of and seven hotels on the main street. Still no cell service, still not on the car GPS, but I go to get food. KFC was fully illuminated and unlocked, but nobody was there. Same thing with Jack in the Box. McDonald's has a cashier and a cook when I go in there. Both look annoyed, but take my order, give me distinctly non-McDonald's nuggets and fries. Mm. So I leave and I start going to get a bed for the night. I go to a Hampton Inn, to an empty parking lot, and see the third annoyed person looking at me, (laughs) and they inform me that they're all booked up. I go to another hotel, to a person that I'm now convinced was the cook at McDonald's. This person is behind the check-in counter, also with an empty parking lot, also fully booked. I go to a Holiday Inn Express with a parking lot that's empty and a person that was clearly the fucking cashier at McDonald's (laughs) who is behind the check-in counter. This time, surprisingly though, they have rooms. I ask him if he's the guy from McDonald's. He says, (laughs) (laughs) uh... No, that's my brother. So fuck it. Good enough for me. (laughs) I get to the room (laughs) with exit, which exists. Uh, I get to my room. Wi-Fi exists, but nothing loads. So I go shower and then crash. I wake up the next day. No breakfast in the lobby. No other guests. McDonald's guy is still there for a checkout. I ask him how to get out of town. Same road you came from, he said. So I head to the McDonald's to get something to eat. The town is still playing smooth jazz. Still nobody on the street. So I ordered at the drive-thru. The drive-thru lady is definitely the lady from the Hampton Inn. (laughs) I ordered a fucking McGriddle (laughs) and black coffee. She hands me a microwave English muffin sandwich and what I assume to be some kind of instant coffee. The place is too fucking weird to stay and argue. So I start heading down the only fucking road in and out of town. Maybe three miles onto the five-mile dirt road, I notice a big metal wire fence on both sides of the road in the desert. Meet on, they meet on the road in a big motorized gate that is open. And as soon as I pass through, the gate starts closing. I get back onto the road, finally get on 62. Says, That's not right. Could have sworn I was on 89 when I decided to pull off and there's mountains in between. Finally, I get cell service. Nothing matches description of town. None of the changes ever show up on my card. Huh. That's it. Now. <laughs> well, that's crazy. That is the post that somebody wrote. 
and uh, there was a reply, a, a comment, and it says, OP, which is the original, the post, the person that posted this, accidentally drove onto a government training site. Most of the major agencies, FBI, CIA, etc., supposedly maintain small, fake, but fully built and realistic towns for training exercises. The people in town were base staff, and they were all pissed off at him because they were going to have to fill out long and tedious reports about a civilian getting onto the site. Huh. Are those real? I mean, I've heard that there's like a fake CIA town. I don't know if it's real. That's so interesting. But there's not... So, that's, mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, it's possibly the only explanation because I was thinking, first of all, if it's going to be a town that's only seven blocks long... No town like that is going to have, like, all those, like, chain chain stores. <laughs> that is so Store weird. Store chains? Store chains? They have all the chains, though. Chains? Yeah, so, like, that doesn't make sense because maybe if it had one, even then, if, you, if it had one of those stores, it wouldn't make sense because it's the middle of nowhere. That is so weird. Right? And then to have so many different ones and competing ones, too, like Hampton Inn and a holiday. Yeah, and the town's super small. And Jack in the Box and McDonald's. And the person said that like, the food was like really not. It doesn't fit. Yeah, it doesn't go with the what they're supposed to serve. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. the same people here and there. And then there's no people walking around on the street. <sighs> like, because the only, besides the CIA one, the only thing I might have thought it could have been was maybe like a rest stop. You know how there's like rest right, stops right, right. On, on like long, um, what are those called? Highways? Mm-hmm. But usually, you know, there's a sign that says exit, like exit number 30 something for the rest stop, right? And you go there and, and those rest stops, they do have like those chain stores. Right. Like they have Wendy's mm-hmm. or like Dunkin' Donuts and stuff like that. And there's not that many though. There's not that, yeah, there's, there's not that many stores. And then also there's always going to be at least one other car park there. Yeah. And this is all the rooms are full, but there's not even a car parked. Yeah. Now, somebody replied to this. By the way, the person that posted this is called Anonymous. So so the per- another person commented. It says, I started telling this story to my military brat husband. And he was like, oh, like one of those fake special forces training towns. So I'm. Um, <laughs> hmm. And somebody else wrote another comment. This is so much funnier from the point of view of the staff. Sir, can I just show him my ID and tell him to leave? No, we can still salvage this. Put on the McDonald's uniform. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think? I like that CIA thing. Or like those those actual, that is an actual fake town that was built for a purpose. It's so freaky. They just had to deal with maintaining the... The, the idea of it being a town that is so weird um, it's weird definitely weird interesting that it actually these things are actually actually a thing mm-hmm. i think either um, way it's like cool cool i mean uh weird interesting let's say yeah yeah if it's like a and if it's not that like you said like uh-huh. it's just unexplainable yeah that one's creepy but if it's like a caa town or something then it's like also creepy but like interesting. Mm-hmm. So wow. Well, that's it for today. 
And now I have to sign off because my kids are home. And they're going to start screaming. Well, they're not that loud, but they might start saying something. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks for hanging out. What's our email address? Oh, that's mine. It's igotweird.podcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is... Yes, and Instagram is itgotweird.podcast. And our Reddit is and then it got weird. So, you know, feel free to reach out to us through any of those platforms, especially if you have your own stories that you want to share. We'd be, we'd be more than glad to, you know, well, Elise would be more than glad to read that. Uh, <laughs> and you'll be glad to hear them. Yes, definitely. Oh, take a picture if you're in a ghost town. Oh, then what if the picture comes out freaking just you and then it's just desert behind you? Holy shit. That's even better. Like Or worse. <laughs> at the moment that you're taking the picture, the town is there. But then once you actually try to show it to someone, you're just in the middle of, the no- middle of nowhere. Oh, man. <laughs> Dang. Technology... <gasps> Like, if, if that were to happen, then that means that technology is, like, the best friend of ghosts. Yeah. Because that would happen, and then also the whole car thing is just <laughs> helping to freak people out about a ghost being in their car. Oof. Okay, well, safe travels, everyone. <laughs>